How's it going, all of human beings? Welcome back to another episode of What's the Biz with Adam and Liz. I'm your host, Adam. I'm your other host, Liz. And if you enjoy a podcast where you probably know what we're going to talk about uh, for the next hour or so, well, that's what we're going to give you for the next hour or so. 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 Before we start, can you turn down my headphones a bit? They're a bit loud. You're, You're a bit loud. No, I'm not. How's that? Perfect. Thank you. Um, yes, before we get started with that, um, also I invited Andrew Orsi on, uh, he couldn't make it, uh, cause y'all busy. I, I thought that would, it would be a great time to bring on Andrew Orsi yeah. for this topic, but you know, it, you know, busy Andrew, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Then he insulted my mom. What? Uh, no, he didn't insult my mom, but here's the thing. So before we get started, Another album update. Wait, hold no, on. No. Al- no. A album update. You haven't used that one in a while. I know. I haven't. Uh, <laughs> what, what was the rumor on games? Alert. Oh, yeah. Rumor. <gasps> rumor alert. I used to do that for games and groceries because, like, to make it very clear, this is a rumor. I kind of miss doing games and groceries a little bit, but I know I don't have time for games and oh, groceries. We definitely don't have time for games and groceries. Well, that, that's the thing. Like, um, before I get to the uh, album update, uh, before I get to the album update, um, yeah, no, I I do miss doing games and groceries. I really do. Mm-hmm. I really do. Like, I would like if I had more time. If I didn't have to do a lot of work, plus working on his album uh, and a lot of other things, mm-hmm. I you know, like Liz is in the same boats. Yeah. Like we started Games and Groceries when, now I explained this in the one podcast where yeah. it was titled Why We Ended Games and Groceries. We started it when we didn't, we had a lot of time on our hands. Yeah, we did. Um, now we have less time. Loki, sure do. Uh, will you stop licking and itching? Because then we... Floki, chill. Chill. He's like, oh, a foot. Here, chew on my foot. But anyways, um... Yeah. <laughs> you like looked at your foot, like, considering it. He's like, hmm, Papa's foot. Like, I do miss doing games and groceries. Mm-hmm. I do. I miss getting the news updates. I miss doing, like, little antics like that, especially, like, talking about, like, topics that, like, pissed me off. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, like, like, blowing up and, like, grabbing the mic on camera. It's just like, it, it was fun. Like, mm-hmm. games and, like, talking to people. I do. I do miss it. Um, You know, it's just like, again, it's not that, like, I didn't enjoy it. I think I just enjoyed it less because I had less time to commit to it. Mm-hmm. So it became a chore. But yeah. if I had way more time, um, like, if, you know, like, if I didn't have to work. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think I would do it, but yeah, no, I miss doing games groceries, but yeah. uh, now to the uh, album update or the EP update. Um, yeah, so I'm hoping it will be out by August 1st. Uh, I'm starting to think I bit off more than I can chew. Good God, because here's the plan. Uh, I am writing the last song by this weekend. Yeah. This weekend coming up, I will be writing the last song. Like, it's going to be written. Mm-hmm. Like, the body's going to be there. And then my mom and uh, her boyfriend are Fiance. coming up. Fiance, sorry. 
Uh, I just know I used to hate when my mom would call you my boyfriend after we got engaged. I'm like, no, we, we've we've uplit. We, we've yeah, you know, my gone mo- up a level. My mom and her fiance uh, are coming up for uh, a, a couple days, so I'm mm-hmm. not even thinking about production of the album. Mm-hmm. So they'll be living in your studio. Well, that too. <laughs> but like, even if they weren't. Yeah. You know, you know, the second you get off work, it's like, all right, family time. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, that's why I want everything written mm-hmm. before they come. Excuse me, which it's, it's on track to. Mm-hmm. It's definitely on track to. Um, but yeah, so then I'm going to use all of July to like master and mm-hmm. produce, do anything like I want to do with it. Add the voice acting. Uh, so I wrote yeah. the lines out. I'm going to be sending to one of my voice actors uh, soon. The other voice actor hasn't gotten back to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, not 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 to like their fault. Yeah. I just think they haven't seen yeah. my request. Um, so I think I'm like nervous that like they won't get back to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just kind of like, uh, oh, <laughs> and, and I'm like, I'm like sitting here and I'm like writing these lines and I'm like, then I have to like actually line up the voice acting and uh, get it mastered and uh, any kind of production. I'm like, oh my god, did I bite up more than I can chew? And probably you yes. Didn't. It's one of those things. Like when I was younger, I would like look at everything I had to do for homework mm-hmm. and just like basically burst into tears. I'd be like, I, there's no way I can get all this done. It's going to take me all night. This like, and I would stress out so much about how much homework I had, mm-hmm. and then I'd be done in like an hour and a half. Yeah, I I know, but like, uh, so I I mean, like, I have three weeks. Yeah. If I stick to my August first plan, because like I'm not okay. So how many total days do I have? I'm just out of curiosity. So mm-hmm. I keep thinking weeks, but I should think yeah. days. So I am not doing anything until July eighth. Yeah. So that's one, two, three. Yeah, you're gonna hear, what, hear me count for a podcast. Deal with it. Um, you're the one that clicked on this podcast, so it's your fault. Um, and you listen. They can to me. also fast forward. They can also fast forward, but no, you, you're not allowed. So here we go: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We made it to ten, everybody. Eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four days to produce six songs. Yeah. So twenty-four. So 24 divided by six, that's four days per song. And normally you do it in like two days after work. Yeah, after work. Um, so I have, not even whole days. Yeah, that's including weekends too. Yeah. Um, so four days per song for those 24 days. Um, I, think I, I think I have it in the bag. Everything's mm-hmm. lining up pretty good. Um, I am on track to finish writing this weekend so that should be good like i made a i made a game plan Mm -hmm. like after i finished the uh, why i was in the middle of the fourth song and i'm like okay well if i do this 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 here's a reasonable time frame i think get the ep out on Mm -hmm. spotify by august 1st one thing to remember, yeah, you might have at least a one day interruption yeah well i know anniversary well, I didn't even think of that. Well, then two days. I was gonna say because you remember you might need like a dental. Oh, then I'm I'm good for that. You might need a day off. No, no days off. Okay, I would love to hear whatever you produce under the drugs from a dental surgery. I would love to hear. It. I think 
Do you know how many albums Bob Dylan has done under the influence of drugs? Well, yeah. So there you go. Bob Dylan's one of the greats, so we're good to go. Um, but yeah, no. So uh, if it doesn't get out August 1st, you know, probably August, like... Yeah, at least that first week. Yeah, that first week here. Uh, plus, I didn't pay for the distro kid that I can select a date, so I might upload it, and it might not get up till yeah. like, August 3rd, so that's yeah. fine. Plus, I still need to make the artwork for the album. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about commissioning somebody, but um, we'll we'll see about that. Yeah, we'll see where we are. Yeah, because I'm good at Photoshop, but yeah. Um, as you saw from my thumbnails, so all like all the uh, thumbnails for Evolts I made. Yeah. So I'm pretty good at Photoshop. Um, it's just yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah. Oh, also for the Venus, the Venus album cover I made. So mm -hmm. I'm I'm yeah. I'm pretty good at Photoshop. So. Again, we'll see. Um, but yeah, I'm getting kind of nervous. <laughs> I think I think once I get to July eighth, I think um, I think I'll feel better. Like yeah. if I'm if I'm on once track. Once you see that you're ready mm -hmm. to like start, yeah, mastering. Like oh yeah, twenty three days. So twenty three days because anniversary. I'm mm -hmm. not doing anything. So yeah, I don't know. I just wanted this album out. Like I I I want it out, and I wanted. I want people to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Again, I don't think this will be my break. You know, I think it's just. But it's your start. Yeah, it's it's part of the process. Like, if it if it's a load of garbage, like you you start from somewhere. Yeah, you gotta start from somewhere. You have to put something out. You can't just mm -hmm. put one thing out and suddenly you're famous. Like the song I just produced, uh, the track four, mm -hmm. which I'm not saying the track names just yet um i have names for them mm -hmm. you're just not allowed to know them but uh track four if you want to look at my board there um you know what track i'm talking yeah. about uh that is worlds better than comeback yeah like and that's the thing um i think you know more yeah and, and venust venust which is out um venust is worlds better than comeback i mm -hmm. believe in my opinion um in terms of like production and mm -hmm. actual writing it. So it's it's getting there. But um yeah. So uh and then like part of that July thing is kind of like rewriting, adding things th mm -hmm. that it wants. Um, like little sound effects. Like if you heard from Venus, like like that little yeah. suction, like that that's a that's something I added that I wanted to make it more mm -hmm. lively. But yeah, kind of like that. So that's going to be July for me. So that's going to be cool. I want it out so that I can enjoy August. Mm -hmm. And my plan for August, if it is out by August, using that entire month to play Dragon's Dogma. Yeah. Like I'm going to play through Dragon's Dogma in August. Except on my birthday. Well, except on your birthday. Yeah. But um, yeah. Which is the last day. So, I mean, you have the whole month. Yeah. <laughs> but I think... Um, I, I think I just have like a lot of anxiety mm -hmm. about this album. And I think once it's out, I think I'll be like a little bit more yeah, relaxed. You'll breathe a little easier. And or even like when you're halfway through and you see that you're like getting it done, you're on track. Yeah. You know. That's what I mean. Um so it is causing me a lot of anxiety, but it's also making me whole. So mm -hmm. it's kind of like a it's a weird place I'm in mm -hmm. because I'm like, I'm finally making music again and I feel great about it, 
But then I'm just like, oh my God, like I'm actually putting this out. Yeah. Like, oh my God, like I'm actually putting this out online yeah. for the internet to interact with. Yeah. Um, so that feels awesome. Like it feels awesome to be like, this is the first time that I'm not with other art artists. Mm -hmm. Like this is all me. Mm -hmm. Um, so like all the blame is on me. So it's kind of like nerve wracking, like mm -hmm. cool. So my plan is to put this out in the world and we see how the internet does things. So, yeah. um, not to say that I, I won't take criticism, but there's a difference between criticism and the internet. Yeah. So like, put it that way. Yeah. There's a difference between like, Hey, um, I think what I would have done is this. I would have uh, raised the highs on this. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's not really my thing versus the internet. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. There's that. So um, I just want the album out. I want it out. And I want to like say like it's done so I can take a two-month break of not writing a damn thing. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm taking a, a, a pretty large break because yeah. this is like I, I come home from work and i produce like yeah that that's what i do even all weekend this weekend yeah like i was writing yeah so um it's fun i want to be done with it yeah. so um i'm sure this is how every artist goes like oh goes. yeah i'm sure this is how it goes um i'm just on a smaller scale but yeah so it is what it is hopefully it's out by august 1st it's on track but we'll see. Yeah. But uh, yeah, why don't we just get to the real topic at hand? Um, so um, we live in a free country. Sort of. Sort of. If you're you. If I if you're straight white Christian male, so that's awesome. Um, can I make one point real quick? Yep. So yeah, I'm day drinking, but. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I am Christian. And I and I'm going to go over I'm going to I'm going to say my um my opinion about abortion. Okay. Real quick. Your the your opinion is what matters most. It is. <laughs> well like I I'm, I'm joking everyone. I I really I'm I'm joking. Yeah. But like no, I'm saying I'm saying what my opinion is so that yeah. I, like I can make my next point here. Yeah. So I uh, I don't think I'm neither pro life or pro choice. I'm mm. I'm very much kind of in a not even in the middle. I just don't care uh, because one, me and Liz are going through infertility. Mm -hmm. um, we haven't been able to produce a child, so mm -hmm. it, it kind of hurts when a lot of people are like, "Oh, you know, if I get pregnant, you know, if I don't, you know, like if I just you know accidentally get pregnant, I gotta." Get rid of this kid, mm -hmm. you know, with like there's some people who are pretty casual about yeah. abortion. Like it's yeah. not like a serious deal. They're just like, oh, I'm getting an abortion today. Yeah. Uh, it kind of sucks in that way because like we would do anything to be pregnant. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it kind of hurts in that way. Mm -hmm. So would that make me pro-life? Not necessarily, because here's the problem. If I'm pro-life. Right. And mm -hmm. I and I saw this on Twitter, too. I, I saw this and someone made the point that I've been making over yeah. and over and over again. Like they're just like, listen, if you're pro-life, you need to adopt five kids this month. And yeah. that's exactly 
what my thing is. If you're yeah. pro-life... Then you need to be willing to adopt the kids that are born to women who don't want to be moms. Exactly. The, the child needs to go somewhere. So either you're going to be paying in taxes to help provide for them and their impoverished parents. Yes. Or you better be willing to adopt them, bring them into, the, into your home. Yeah, exactly. So it's just kind of like, for me to say that you have to keep your child and a lot of thing on Twitter is like saying like, you know, the, the key term is forced pregnancy or or forced, um, forced birth. Yeah. I believe. Um, yeah. Forced birth. I think it is, but either one forced pregnancy, forced birth, you know, it's, it's kind of wild to think about that Mm -hmm. because there are cases where, you know, like ep talk, ep topic. Thank you. I'm not good with English. So, Eptopic. Thank you. I'll just let you say it. (laughs) Uh, Pregnancies, um, rape cases, Mm -hmm. you know, like unhealthy pregnancies. Mm -hmm. There there are cases where an abortion is, you know, necessary. Yeah. Um, Like, and that's the thing. This is coming from a guy who's very much uh, not in a gray area. I am. I am black and white Mm -hmm. in mentality. I am. Um, But here's the problem with that kind of mentality saying that like all abortion is wrong mm-hmm. um i keep going back to c.s lewis's um uh, um uh, uh, a metaphor for uh morality mm-hmm. right that's morality is a lot like keys on a piano right that all keys are right but some keys are wrong but all of them are technically right mm-hmm. keys in a song. Yeah. Right? So if you play one key of that piano, right, in a certain song, it's correct. But if you play a wrong key, that doesn't sound good. But if you play that same key in a different song, it's yeah. correct. Yeah. So morality is a lot like that, where a lot of them are right, all of them are wrong. It depends what song you're playing. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's kind of like that, where, you know, for, for us to say that all abortion is wrong... Right. That's mm-hmm. an extreme. Right. And only Sith deal in the absolutes. But, you know, and, and that is to say that for me to say that all abortion is wrong, mm-hmm. that, that's it's not how morality works. Yeah, exactly. Last point I'll make, because, you know, I, I just want to make a little yeah. bit of points because, you know, this affects you as a woman yeah. more. Um because they don't care about women. But the last thing I'll say about this, and little little, 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 little hot piece right here, okay? So the same people that are in office about like, oh, this is, oh, praise God. Mm-hmm. Like, one, it makes it tougher to be a Christian in this world yeah. because you are not really religious. Really giving us a bad name. Like, honestly, like there, being a Christian in America doesn't mean actually being religious. It does not mean following Jesus's life. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean that. You know what it means? It means being a motivational speaker. That's all it means in America. Mm-hmm. So get over yourself with your whole like, oh, praise God, I go to church. I'm like, awesome. You go to the weekly TED Talks. Good for you. Yeah. You're not religious. You can stop yeah. that. Um, Jesus would be ashamed of you right now. Yeah. So I'm saying that right now, but a little hot little tidbit here. Yeah. Same people in office who are like, God is here, blah, 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 you know, like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. And you are forcing your religious practices on these people, yeah. whether they believe in Christianity or not, mm-hmm. are the same people, like these same people are afraid 
of Sharia law being in America with more Muslims mm -hmm. moving to America, like you're, you're going to implement Sharia law. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. I'm sorry if I'm offending you. It's, is it Sharia law or Sharia law? I don't know. I'm scared. But here's the thing. <clears throat> like you're afraid of that, that you're going to implement Muslim law. Mm -hmm. But then you're going to go with your own religion and put it national wide. That makes yeah. zero sense. And I know like the Christians, you know, I am Christian. Um, like all these Christians are, are saying like, oh, but we're the truth. Okay, but to Muslims, that is their truth. They believe in Allah. They believe in the uh, Prophet Muhammad, right? Mm -hmm. Like that is their religion. Mm -hmm. And you're afraid that they'll implement their practices in American culture, right? Yeah. And yet you're the ones who are in office going all over and being like oh the our religion says this so everybody needs to no 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 mm -hmm. no 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 you, you can't do it like that yeah also you know they're pro-gun but they're also pro-life you know yeah i saw another little great tweet mm -hmm. that said like uh this week in the supreme court wrapped up um that uh life starts at conception and ends in a mass shooting wow yeah yeah i know i was just like twitter twitter's on fire this week oh, by the yeah. way even um, Facebook, like it's a lot. Yeah, it is. Okay, so the difference between Facebook and Twitter, because I I put out a tweet um, that I would never put on my Facebook. Oh, no. Um, that I and I I'm I'm proud of this tweet. You know, yeah. the Supreme Court can can suck my supreme dick yeah. right now. Now I put that on Twitter. I would never dare to put that because one, my family is there and yeah. my friends and a lot of people I met in churches are over there. And it's not that I'm afraid of them. It's just a, like, you don't want them messaging you. I don't want them messaging. Commenting. Yeah. I don't check Facebook that often. So if they do comment back then I'll be like, Oh, sorry for the reply. You can also suck my dick. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? It's yeah. kind of like, I don't care because like, here's the thing. It's just like, you can't be pro-life without believing that you will adopt those kids. Yeah. You have to pay more taxes then for those kids. Mm -hmm. You have to believe in the WIC uh, funding. You have yeah. to believe in all of this yeah. funding for that kid to survive. Well, part of the problem is that a lot of the people, since they're Christian, yeah. they also believe in abstinence. Yes. So they think, well, then they should just stop having sex. Sure. You know, so that's their idea that they don't need to pay more or anything like that because these women should just stop having sex. And in, sure, in an ideal world, yes, in an ideal world, everybody's wearing poodle skirts and you know not not doing the devil's tango, Le leaving room for Jesus when they dance, <laughs> right? Like in a in a perfect. But then again, you know, great example of that. Uh, Toby McGuire uh, early movie called Pleasantville. You remember Pleasantville? I never saw it. So we're getting a divorce. Uh, but <laughs> Pleasantville was a great example where, you know, like Tobey Maguire gets sucked into this like like 50s nostalgia place mm -hmm. and everything's hunky dory. It's it's Pleasantville. Mm -hmm. But we're still human beings. We're flawed. We are flawed human beings and we make mistakes. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and that's the thing. It's just like I don't think Christians are understanding that. You know, everyone is different. Everyone has different values and morals. Right. And it and they only doing the absolutes. Yeah. Right. And again, this is coming from somebody who's extremely black and white. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but I'm married to a person who swims in the gray. So 
here I am. But, you know, it, it, this is my last point and I'll let you take it. <laughs> I'm just pissed. I'm so pissed because like they, they only see like murderous people who are just like the, the extreme people on the abortion side who are just yeah, like people who just sleep around, get pregnant, have an abortion, go sleep around again. Like that's yeah. all they think about. That's all they think about. They don't think about the, the other side, yeah. you know, the, uh, the people in within poverty, mm-hmm. the rape victims, the ep- yeah. epitopic pregnancies. Uh, okay. Let me try epitopic. Yeah. I think there might be a C in there. Like you, I think it's pronounced. I've heard it both ways. Ectopic. Yeah. Or epitopic. I'm awful at but pronouncing things. Topic is probably the easiest way for you to say it. Yeah. And people will understand what you're saying. But like there's so many pregnancies where you need to abort child yeah. and they're not seeing that side. They're mm-hmm. just seeing the extreme. Yeah. Like most Christians do. Yeah. Uh, like I've had a lot of Christians in my lifetime where like we are step on the toes of Satan when they literally just talk to an atheist in a corner store. Yeah. Like that, that, that was their stepping on Satan's toes. Yeah. I'm like, Dude, it's not that big of a deal. Stop it. Yeah. Um, that's my that's my piece. Um, Lizzie, take it away because we're entering into one of your favorite shows. Yeah. So, wait, what? Uh, Handmaid's Tale. Oh yes, we really are. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna. <laughs> just start... like backwards, like wait, which show? I, have, well, I, like I didn't a lot know of shows. what you were talking about. I didn't know. Oh, uh, the marvelous we Miss Maisel. That's where we're entering. No, I didn't know what, like what you meant by entering. I didn't really understand what your, your sentence. Yeah, um, we're gonna get a lot more female comedians. Actually, that that actually might be the case. No, we're gonna get a lot less. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah, we'll get. Th- I'll get there. Yeah, I'm gonna go. start first with the topic at hand, and then I'll move into how that affects our future. Yes. Um. So. Yeah. So for, okay. So my stance on abortion, Mm -hmm. even when I was younger, now I was abstinent. Mm -hmm. I decided when I was like 12 or 13, I wasn't going to have sex till I was married. I didn't find it to be, and it wasn't for a Christian reason. I'd made the decision at a Quaker school, but Mm -hmm. it wasn't for a Christian reason. I decided I didn't want to have pregnant. I didn't want to have sex until I was married because I didn't think it was worth risking disease or pregnancy. Mm -hmm for someone I wasn't going to be with forever. Like it just wasn't worth the risk to me. Um, and I had so many other problems, even in middle school, I didn't need to add that to the mix. Mm -hmm. Also, out of the fact that literally no boy had ever showed interest in me. So right. (laughs) That, you know, helps. But I, I made that decision at 12, 13 and I kept that promise to myself. I didn't have sex till I was married. Um, but my view of abortion was always, I would never do it. Mm-hmm. I am a type of person, I do believe that life starts with a heartbeat. Right. That is my personal opinion. But I, as Adam has pointed out, and as we've stated before on here, I swim in the deep gray, mm-hmm. like way out middle of the ocean. You will die out in the gray if you swim where I am in yeah. the gray. <laughs> you, you meet Grace and <laughs> no Anatomy out there. No one will ever find you out there. That's how far in the gray No I one swim. will hear you scream. <laughs> So I, I swim very deep in the gray. So my philosophy for almost everything in life has been, I'll believe what I believe and you can believe what you believe. And I have no problem with that. Mm-hmm. Like we can still be friends. I don't care. And I remember my one friend growing up was so scared to tell me when she had sex for the first time. She wasn't scared, but like she didn't know how to tell me right. because she knew where what I had decided. And she thought I was going to judge her. I'm like, I don't care that you had sex. Yeah. Like as long as like, you didn't do it drunk 
Right. Like as long as you like went into it with like a conscious mind and you made the a decision. A consensual mind. Yes. Like you knew what you were doing and you made that decision for yourself. That's fine. I don't care. Mm-hmm. It's your life. Like I don't judge you. I'm here for you. Whatever right. you need. Um, and that's just how I've kind of always been. And that's kind of my stance on abortion. It's not for me. I would never do it. But if someone came to me and said they need to recover, they need help, they need someone to hold their hand, okay, I'm there for you. Mm-hmm. If you need someone to talk to, you need someone to bounce the opinion off of. I I always play devil's advocate. So even if I was strongly against them getting an abortion, if they needed me to tell them, you know, the positives, mm-hmm. okay, I'll tell you the positives. Right. Like I see, I know there are positives. I just, for me, they don't outweigh the negatives. Right. Um, for me personally. So that's kind of my stance on abortion. I, and I do believe in absence. I do believe that if, you know, I, I am not the type of person. I don't really condone sleeping around. Sure. Um, when you have that risk, like if you are, you should definitely be using protection to prevent pregnancy and other things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am, you know, if, if you're one of those people, you're, you know, pro-abortion or anything like that, I do still condone, like, trying to not get pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, don't just go willy-nilly. Yeah. I don't know why I use that term. Um, but you know what I mean. So, but, again, this abortion ban also includes people who are in committed relationships. Right. And got pregnant accidentally or I have friends who got pregnant with using like the utmost type of protection, right? Like birth control and condoms and everything. And they still got pregnant. And you know, like I know that that happens and there are people who do those protections because they can't afford to have a baby. Mm -hmm. Um, when we first got married, we were using birth control and you know, condoms and everything because we didn't want to get pregnant. We literally had no money to be getting pregnant. And, you know, if we had, like I said, we would have kept it. But there are people who would have been in the same situation and decided they can't handle that. Or there are people who just don't want to be parents. They don't want to bring another life into this world. And yes, you can say put them up for adoption. But there are people who don't want something still like because I think I think what people don't understand about adoption. Whether you wanted to be a parent or not, mm-hmm. that is still difficult. Especially for a woman. A woman gets connected to the fetus inside them because it's part of you. You feel them. Mm-hmm. You know, they control your body for nine months. Like, they control everything you do. And you feel them. You know them. You hear their heartbeat at ultrasounds and everything like that. So it can be difficult knowing that this person you brought in the world is out there. Right. You know, whether you wanted to be a parent or not, whether you were ready to be a parent or not, if it's a closed adoption, that is always going to be in your mind. And I don't know how it would be for a man, Mm -hmm. but knowing that someone that's half of you Mm -hmm. is out there in the world, whether you wanted to be a parent or not, you brought life into this world and your genetics are out there. And there are people who have like not great medical history. And that's a reason why they don't want to bring kids into the world because they know that they wouldn't have a very healthy life, mm-hmm. you know? And that's the other thing. I had a friend on Facebook who said, you know, their child was born healthy and happy and nothing's wrong with them. But there was a point in their pregnancy that the doctor said there might be something wrong and your options will be abortion or watch them die mm-hmm. in within days of their birth. 
Right. Like those were the options if they had this disorder. Yeah. Um, and luckily the tests came back and the baby was fine and she's like a teenager now and everything. But their decision would have been abortion or go to term and watch their child die at three days old or a few hours old. Um, and that's difficult, but that's a decision that they should be allowed to make Mm -hmm. because in, in the cases that we're in now, a lot of the States like our state currently abortion is banned. We're not allowed. It's, it's illegal in the state we currently live in. But I did see in the statement that it says with exclusions to incest rape and in the medical interest of the mother. So Right now, if we were to get pregnant and it was an eptopic pregnancy or a miscarriage that wouldn't release, right, I could get the abortion because, which I hate that that's called an abortion, but that's a whole other subject. Right. Um, I could have that done because it would save my life. Right. For a life that's already passed. Yeah. Um. Or again, rape and incest. Right. Um. But other than that, if it was in this case of my friend who the baby technically would be born yeah, and you can carry them to term without any risk to yourself, it would be banned. And this person, you'd be forcing this person to carry a pregnancy that they know is not going to end in the life they anticipated when Mm. they got pregnant. Um, And so it, it is very gray area. But for me personally, I don't see this as a good thing. I don't praise it. It's a bad thing. Because in my opinion, I have the right to choose to not get an abortion just like someone else has the right to choose they want one. Right. And like I said, I might not agree with their decision for an abortion, but I support them. Right. I would be, if it was my friend, I'm there for you. I'm here for you. Whatever you need. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, And you can't get an abortion anyway when it's after the second trimester, I believe. um, Those laws have changed a lot in recent years. Oh, right. Yeah. Like a lot of, and that's the other thing. In recent years, they've changed the law on how long you can wait, which I have opinions on that as well because of my stance on when life begins. And that's really what, where that opinion is. It's, It's when do you think life begins? Right. For me personally, um, I really disagree with getting an abortion after the li- after the child is sustainable outside the womb. Right. Like if if you can if that child can live outside the womb, I disagree. Right. Pretty strongly. Yeah. Um but I'm not going to get into that right now. <laughs> um just cuz that's a whole other deep subject that I don't know I'm not educated enough about to under, to know if that's even something they've actually done. Mm-hmm. Um I've only watched random videos, so right. I'm not going to comment on that. But yeah, it's just a lot. It, it's a lot because there are states where they would rather someone basically die mm-hmm. than allow them to have an abortion or Again, going subject of just people in poverty yeah. who, you know, or someone who did make a drunken mistake. So right. you made a drunk mistake with a friend. Mm-hmm. Neither of you want or are ready to be parents. Right. Why, why would you force these people to, you know, fuse their lives together through a child that they don't want? And again, the pro-lifer is then like, it's like, well, you have to keep that baby. It's like, well, they can't. So now you have to take that child. Yeah. And again, it's it's also the fact that you are forcing like and yes, I do understand adoption and yes, that's an option. But again, it's that force 
forcing someone to be pregnant, forcing them to eat a certain way, drink a certain way, go to appointments, give birth. Like they can't afford that. Right. And if they don't find, you know, parents to adopt them right from yeah. birth, they're taking on all of that financial burden mm-hmm. for the pregnancy. And that's, you know, prenatal vitamins. It's causing them to change their entire lifestyle. And again, going back to that, you have to support universal health care. Yeah, exactly. Like you like, have to change a lot of your policies if you want a woman to, if you're going to force her to carry a pregnancy that she doesn't want. Right. You know, because it's, it's just, it's, again, you're tr- forcing her to change her entire lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Like your life entirely changed. For one, you stop drinking. Yeah. If you're a smoker, you have to stop smoking mm. or you're, you're going to be severely frowned upon and then you're just getting even more shame from people. Right. Um, and again, you have to make appointments and appointments are very frequent when you're pregnant, especially during the later days. You're going, I think, once a week. Right. You know, or sometimes multiple times a week when you get when you get close to birth. Um, so it's 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 you're asking this woman to basically sacrifice an entire year of her life. Yeah. That she didn't for to give a life that she didn't even want to bring into this world. And then you're forcing her to give up the child mm-hmm. and know that she has brought a life in this world and worry about how they're doing. Because I honestly I don't believe that you can, you know, give uh, in exceptions of addicts who have other things on their mind. Right. But a sober mind to grow and give birth to a child and then send them out into the world with strangers, basically. Yeah. There is no, there is no way I believe that there is never a point in your day that you're not wondering how they are. Right. Even if it's not a life you wanted to bring into the world, Mm -hmm. you're, there's no way that person doesn't think about that life. They brought them into the world. Something. What if the person they gave them to isn't as great as they made themselves to be? Yeah. You know, and I, you know, for me personally, I would always wonder that. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's just a lot of stuff. And I've read so many Twitter threads. Mm-hmm. And it's so painful. Because, and now I'm getting into the, what will happen after this? Because a lot of people are saying, and a lot of people who were in the chamber when the decision was made, or close to, or have read and keep up with politics and everything, they are all saying, this is just the start. Yeah. And I think the guy's name is Clarence Thompson. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, basically in his speech at the signing or whatever, I haven't been watching CNN, so I don't know. Um, he basically said, this is just the start. He has no intention of this being the only thing they change. Yep. Um, which is scary as a woman. And that's where the whole Handmaid's Tale reference comes in. Um, because it's, it's not, they, you know, are going to go after same-sex marriage and i can't remember the other things they were discussing women's um, right to vote suffrage, yeah, women, yeah. women's rights and everything it's it, it's scary because all under joe biden by the way yeah because i and i was just thinking that earlier i was like you know i remember the day trump was inaugurated there was a women's march mm-hmm and because everyone was like so scared that the first that he was going to do this stuff right. right away. Whereas now here we are in 2022 under Biden's presidency, a right. Democrat, and this is happening now. So I'm not trying. I am not defending Trump when no, I, I'm when not I say this. Trump, and I'm not blaming Biden. I'm not. Entire, I'm blaming Biden. I, I'm not blaming him entirely. Because I'm blaming Biden. Because here's the thing. Like, and I'm not defending Trump either on the, when I say this. 
there's a difference between Trump and Joe, right? And a difference of women's rights. Mm-hmm. Trump objectifies women. And yes. Joe Biden does not think that women are fit for a man's role. Yeah. There's a there's a big difference. They're oh, both yeah. they're both bad. Oh yeah, they're both wrong. But I believe that Trump there was a little less fear. There was still fear, but there was a little less fear because he more objectifies women. Yeah. Than he does think that they're not fit for the role because he's he, he just finds them all sexy. Yeah, like there's a there I mean if you watch the Trump documentary, there's a lot of women he put into power yeah. in his business deals. Mm-hmm. Does he think they're sexy? That's a different question. Yeah. Uh, whereas Joe, I can tell, does not give a crap about women, the black communities. He doesn't care about poor communities. He doesn't give a crap. As long as you're white and Christian and a man, that's mm-hmm. what he cares about. Like, it's it's so annoying to watch Joe Biden. And I'm, and I'm and blaming I mean, him for this. That's primarily the generation he comes from. Like, yeah, yeah he's a Democrat. Great. Joe but and Trump are the same his, age. Yeah, but his values are entirely different. Exactly. No, Trump Trump is a, a woman objectifier. And I think that's why people are afraid of him with women's rights. Yeah. Because he is blatantly like, an objectifier. He, he clearly only sees women as objects. But Joe hides it well because he's a, can we say it together, kids? A politician. Mm-hmm. He knows how to hide that crap. Trump didn't. He's yeah. not a politician. Yeah. Like that's why people were scared because he didn't know how to hide it. Joe knows how to hide it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care about women's rights. He does not care about black rights. He does not care about trans rights. He doesn't care. Yeah. Like and that and that's the problem. And he's all on Twitter saying like, "Oh man, it's so disappointing that they overturned Joe. Like they don't over Roe versus Wade. Oh, there's if there's only something but we they, can but do." He hasn't said anything that he's going to do to change it, and he's been doing that for weeks. Yeah, he, he's always tweeting. He's just like, "Oh, I wish there was something I could do." There literally like the, is the shooting in Texas. Like everything's in the shooting in Texas. I've been like watching his tweets, and he always just says like, "We need to do this. We need." It's like you're the president. You do something. Tell me what you're doing to help this. Like, like d- yes, I agree. We need to do something about this. But you're the president. Tell me your plan yeah. of how to fix it. Because yeah. you are the supreme you are the supreme leader of this country. Mm-hmm. Like your word means something. So tell us your plan that you're going to take to the country and get something fixed. Yeah. Because right now you're just telling me we need to do it. And it's like, yeah, I agree. What are you gonna do? Cause like Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't think, and this is another reason why I don't think we got this this scary of a result of overturning Joe uh, Joe Roe versus Wade. Because here's the thing. I think Joe Biden is a traditional all American white boy from Pennsylvania. He's from Pennsylvania. Thought it was uh, from Delaware. No, he was the senator of Delaware or oh. uh, senator governor. He's from no he he ran, uh, but he's from Pennsylvania. He's yeah. a Phillies fan. Um, he's an all American. Does not believe abortion is real. Whereas Trump, he objectifies women. He can't tell me once that he he did not ask a woman to go get an abortion. Yeah, like that's the thing. I think he's a he's rich su- boy from New York. Yeah, I think he supports abortion because he's utilized abortion. Yeah. Let's put it that way. I think that's why we didn't get this whole overturning Roe versus Wade under Trump because yeah. I think he likes that there's an option to put out there that if he makes a screw up, he's not responsible. Again, mm-hmm. going back to he's a woman objectifier. Yeah. He really is. Um, but Joe is just like, 
Oh, oh, man, I wish there was something I could do. I guess there isn't. Oh, man, that sucks for uh, Supreme Court. Nothing to do with me, mm-hmm. Mr. Joe Biden. I'm like, you are, what? Like, yeah. uh, oh, y'all vote for more Democrats. I'm like, we voted for half the House of yeah. Democrats. We voted for you as a Democrat. We voted all Democrats. Yeah. He's like, that's only something I could do. I'm like, oh, my God, Joe. Yeah. So, no, I am blaming Joe on this full front. I just I know I don't know enough about politics or how it works of his role in correspondence with the Supreme Court. He doesn't to, have to strictly say. No, like there's anything. a lot of people are saying executive order. He doesn't have that sort of role. Yeah. But he's literally doing nothing. I know. And that's what I mean. Like, I don't. You know, I don't need to know all the ins and outs, but I want to know his plan. He doesn't have like, a plan. What are that? But that's what I mean. Like you're the president. I don't need to know how you can interact with the Supreme Court. What? How? I don't need to know how all that works. Mm-hmm. Tell me that you have a plan and right. what your plan is to get this fixed. Right. You know, who are you going to talk to or bring this attention to? Right. To fix it. So again, I want to make it clear. I think Trump is a dumbass. I think Joe is a dumbass. I think they're two dumbasses in two different ways. So let's let, let's vote put it, AOC. Yeah, if if AOC runs, uh, she's dumb on some things, but well, smart on point, a it's, lot. If she's more. allowed to run at that point. Yeah, because we had we still have two years, mm-hmm. um, and a lot can happen in two years. Um, but back to what I was talking about. Yeah. Um, our futures. Yes. Um. They are right now as a woman, it feels very threatening to be a woman because people are bringing up a lot of things that were only in the 70s that women weren't able to do. Weren't yeah. able to get credit cards, weren't able to own a house outside of marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's they still don't let women get their tubes tied, right? Or any or like any type of permanent birth control, right? Without the consent of a husband, right? Or a father figure. There are young women who make the decision that they don't want to have kids and they know they don't want to have kids, but they tell them they're too young to make that decision and they won't do those procedures, which I think is stupid. Right. Um, Because if someone's coming to you, they've made the conscious choice. They've gone, you know, okay, make sure they go through counseling, make sure they're serious, Mm -hmm. you know, that they've thought it through. Right. Um, Make sure they know all of what, what that entails and, you know, how their future looks with it. Right. But that's their choice. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't need consent from you if I want to get my tubes tied. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, I would because you're my husband and we make decisions together. Sure. But there are people who are, say, in abusive marriages. But, like, do I need your permission to go get a vasectomy? Nope. Exactly. And that's the other problem. Like, that's that's the real issue. It's like, so you need my permission to go get your tubes tied, but I don't need your permission for a vasectomy? Nope. Yep, that's it. And I, that's some bullcrap. And some people if might say... If a man say, decides he doesn't want to father children, no one has a problem with it. Right. Yeah. No, it's all it's a, it's a man's world, and y'all are just living in it. Exactly. And the I and that's the scary part with this, this single decision, because there are so many younger laws mm. that they can take back. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know? And I think what, what shocked me the most when I found out was that when we were talking about it a couple months ago, right. I was like... They're never going to overturn it. I, I was thinking the same like, thing. I'm like, there's no, like, there's no way they're going to overturn there's it. There's no that way to hell. So, this is a waste of time. They're because, not Because like, there's it. so many Democrats in power right now. How exactly. are they going to overturn this? Exactly. I was like, it's just never going to happen. So when I opened up my phone, like I was at work and I was like, took like a little like mental break. I was scrolling through my phone for a couple minutes. Sure. 
and I saw it posted on Facebook and I like double checked. I looked at Twitter. I looked online. I was like, oh my God, this is true. Yeah. I was like, I didn't believe you when he texted me until yeah. I went on Twitter again. Yeah, like, I, was I was like, like damn, dude, what the hell? And it was, and it's, it's very scary because especially when you have watched The Handmaid's Tale, mm. because it's honestly, it's, this is exactly how it started. And I'm not even kidding. So in The Handmaid's Tale, if you haven't watched it, I'm sorry, but you should really go watch because it it's a really good show. And at yeah. this point, you're learning what your future is going to look like. Um, where I, I can explain to you, I think we're pretty safe as far as our roles in that type of society. Oh, cool. I'll, okay. I'll get to that. I, it makes you feel special. <laughs> no, you're not special. What the? I'm special. You literally will wear gray clothing. Just what? It, stop. But I'm special. Uh, sh- oh. um, so basically, The Handmaid's Tale, and this was like a season or two ago, they did explain like, mm. and they show throughout the series actually, how they got to the point of where they are when the show starts. Right. Um, They started taking away women's rights mm-hmm. by no abortions. They ended up freezing and liquefying all singular women's accounts cool so like our bank account would be fine because your name is on it with my name oh cool but say you know there are people in marriages who decide to keep separate bank accounts Mm -hmm. say we had that they would liquefy my entire bank account and put it in yours because you are now in control of my money that sounds awesome can we do that no oh we we share a bank account oh um but that's and that's how they did it. They didn't tell them they were doing this. They just did it. Mm-hmm. And like the one wife who worked, the, her child got sick and she took a, lo- a while to get to the school and get her sick child. They called CPS on her. They questioned her ability as a mother because she worked instead of bringing her child. Right. They accused her of giving her Tylenol to bring the fever down so that she could go to work and not care for her child. Mm-hmm. Like they were accusing her of being a bad mom because she was at work basically. Mm-hmm. And it just, things like that, and the societies went on and on and on. They just kept stripping slowly at the rights of women. And basically, they had nothing right. until they started doing the society portrayed in Handmaid's Tale, mm-hmm. which basically the society is split up like this. Right. If you were a quote-unquote sinner, if you were in a homosexual relationship as a woman, mm-hmm. I don't know what they did with the men. I have a feeling they probably just killed them. Sure. Um. But if you were in a lesbian relationship, you became a handmaid. Mm-hmm. If you had good reproductive systems or you had given birth previously, you became a handmaid. If you're part of the pol- like the political world and you're a prominent family, mm-hmm. you became one of the prominent families who got a handmaid. You got right. the big houses, you and your husband went to work and did all that. Us, where we aren't quote unquote sinners, we didn't have sex before marriage, we didn't we've never done anything illegal. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't get a handmaid, which means you and I will basically never have a child. Oh. Um, we would be the working class. I oh. would stay home and knit, mm-hmm. and you would do. You'd be like a delivery person. You'd be like a blue collar worker. Like oh. we'd be safe, but I'd still have no rights. Right. But we also wouldn't get a handmaid. We wouldn't have the nice life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then basically anyone else becomes a handmaid, or you die. Oh. Or you escaped Canada. Oh, okay. Um, in the story, they all escaped Canada. Um, which would be super easy for us. Yeah. If we staying in North Dakota, if this society happens, we will be one of the first people in Canada. Yeah, we're right up there. Um, because we're only three hours away. It's really easy. But there, but that was the problem. A lot of women, like when they started stripping the rights away, people were, um, becoming refugees in Canada. Right. And people weren't able to get through, or they could only get part of their family through. Um. And things like that. And people would 
need permission from their husbands and things like that. And if you waited too long, it was too late. They were capturing families. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, honestly, it's like every time I go on Twitter or Facebook, I start, I especially on Twitter, I'll, like, go through and I'll see someone write something. And I'm like, oh, I want to see what people commented. And then I just find myself, I'll sit there for 10, 20 minutes. And I don't normally do that on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like, I will very occasionally do that on Twitter. But I did it, like, two or three different posts in a row right. earlier today where I just sat and read what people had to say on that and um i do the same thing on facebook Mm -hmm. so yeah i am concerned for my future and again luckily for our life situation not much would be affected by me the only difference is if they start taking away a lot of women's rights Mm -hmm. uh, if we really revert back to history i right now am working on getting a job that would make me our sole not our sole money maker but no. i would be the main provider right for us i would be making the most money you'd be wearing the pants in this makes situation us comfortable right um so if they start if they were to start stripping away women's rights within a few years we would be screwed right because i make most of our money mm-hmm. and if i'm not allowed to work anymore Mm-hmm. basically i'd be sitting home twiddling my thumbs because again we have no kids right so i have literally nothing to do because i also do not cook yeah um, basically our house would just be thoroughly cleaned yeah no it sucks um yeah no it's, it's freaking ridiculous that white men can actually like think that they control all of this when we live in a free country we live in the freest country in the entire mm-hmm. world and they're literally stripping away rights from people that they don't agree with. It was so earlier today, one of the tweets I was scrolling on, someone, they had people from other, there were people from other countries commenting. Mm-hmm. And then there were people from, I don't remember what other countries, and I'm not going to try and pretend that I know anything about other countries, but there are people from, I think, like France and Ireland saying that they've, they update their constitution yeah. constantly. They turn over, not turn over their government, but they are constantly evolving their government and their laws and their rights mm-hmm. for the country constantly. Right. Whereas America has the same constitution that we had yeah. when the country was born, mm-hmm. um, which is wrong because society and life in general. Because it benefits white men. Exactly. And who's in power right now. I know white men exactly, and that's because that's the thing. Like you think about even gun rights, Mm -hmm. they're like, well, it's constitutional. I one hundred percent agree. In our constitution, it says you have the right to own a gun. You have the right to bear arms. You're in a minute militia, and that's what I'm getting to. Yeah, technically, in our constitution, it says, "Yep, you can own a gun." Yeah, go for it. But in updated society, we're not at constant threat of our home being taken over. Right. You know, back then when it was written, yeah, yeah, they're freaking. Bro, there, there are people I, all over the place trying to take I think over that your land. All and the crap. time with like rednecks on TV, it's like no one's going to take my home. I'm like, dude, dude nobody, no one wants your house. No one wants your tin can of a house. Yeah, Be, like stop, get rid of your guns. He's like, no, they're going to take my land. Literally, nobody wants your weed whacker land. Yeah. Okay, and nobody if they wants did, it. 
most of the time at this point in society, if people want your land, they offer you like a crap ton of money for it. They're exactly. not just going to come guns blazing to take your that's land. That's the other part. Yeah, like who's guns blazing for a house? Uh, like, oh, that's it's the other not how society works anymore. The only part that like that actually happens is gang territory. And trust me on this. That's the, a whole other t- subject. Yeah. The government does not care about gang territories. They don't care about gang violence. They don't care about black on black violence. They don't care about that. And again, it, that is territory, not your owned property. Yeah. And that's what the, um, you know, the, the mm-hmm. Constitution is specifying. Right. To protect your land. But that's the thing. It's like they only care about white people. Yeah. And just like if it's a if it's a white child, they want to protect it with all of their lives. If it's a black child, they're like, oh, sucks that to was suck. The other thing they mentioned in these tweets I was reading that, you know, African-American children mm-hmm. are less likely to get adopt. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Because, again, they because, only wouldn't protect yeah. the good old fashioned white Americans. Like, and, and it's really weird because when this came out, I've been thinking the last couple of days is that. I feel more likely to adopt at this point mm-hmm. because, all right, so we can't get pregnant. I'm going to adopt one of these kids that are being forced to live in this world. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's awful. And that's the thing, like living in an urban neighborhood, <laughs> um, cast garden. So what's up? Mm-hmm. But like, that's the thing. It's just like, I know it's for... It's a lot more urban than it sounds, I promise. Yeah. Cast the gardens, y'all. It's not as fancy as it sounds. Um, well, same thing with Nice Town. Uh, nice Town is a yeah, ghetto. I love so, that. Um, I forgot about that Fish Town, not anymore for some reason. Fish Town's no longer it was a ghetto. Get, it's got regen- it got gentrified. It got yassified. Um, yassification. But yeah, so Fish Town's no longer a ghetto. It is now um, uh, white people with fedoras. Yeah. So, but yeah, um... The the reason why I don't like white people so much, I don't like white people. I hate that they're like, oh, you're a white man. I don't like hanging around white people because I was never affluent enough to be white. Mm-hmm. I was never proper enough to be white. I was always this hoodlum. I was yeah. always this person like who came from Philly, uh, lived in a trashy row home, and I needed to be like, oh, you need to be like, uh, like uh, sorry for Right. Yeah. I'm not affluent enough to be white. Yeah. That was my biggest problem in our college was that they'd say they'd talk about the inner city. Yeah. And yes, there are areas outside of where you and I live that are much worse off. But I hated the word inner city. I'm like, listen, we don't want your help if it's for pity. Yeah. Like go away. It's always like people in Uggs who are just like, oh, I want to go and help in the inner city. I'm like, the inner city don't want you. If you refer to it as the inner city, don't go there. They will hurt you. Yeah. You you do not know about Section 8 households. You do not know yeah. about the projects. You don't know about that. You don't know the struggles that go on in there. Yeah. I don't know the struggles of that. Yeah, we don't. We uh, The area we grew up in wasn't the nicest, but it was a lot better than some areas of the city. Exactly. They don't want your help because you cannot relate to them. Go watch. So if anyone can find it in the crevices of the internet, there is a show called Teach. Where oh Tony teaches at Northeast High School in Philadelphia. The, mo- the most urban school in America. He he said that in the intro, like, I wanted to find the most urban school in America. He chose the best high school in Philadelphia. Yeah, he honestly did. Like besides, school, besides Swenson. Well, Swenson is a tech school. Right. This is the public school. Best public school. It is the it was the best and largest and most most ethnically um 
Diverse. Di- thank you. Diverse. In all of Philadelphia. Right. We went to a very good high school, despite the fact that it's a really crappy high school. Sure. Which tells you how bad the high schools are in Philadelphia, that our school was the best. Um, He was between, between us and Washington, which, I mean, basically the same school. Yeah. Um, In the end. So he chose our high school. But if you can find this in the crevices of the internet somewhere, it's called Teach with Tony Danza. It was on A&E. Mm-hmm. This dude cries in every episode because our life is so difficult. Yeah. Like he lit and I'm not joking. He cries in every episode and mm-hmm. talks about how what a struggle our lives are. Mm-hmm. And I knew the kids in his class. He taught my grade. Yeah. Um, so I knew all the kids he was teaching. And yes, they a lot of them had their struggles in life, but it's just like every other You know what I just realized? No, said never mind. I was about to say it was probably in the same year that Lil Uzi Vert was in high school, but no, it was a few la- years later. Yeah, it was a few years later. Yeah. Lil Uzi Vert went to our high school. Yeah, he was two I think we said he was two years behind me. Yeah. So he was in eighth grade when it was filmed because I was a sophomore when it was filmed. Damn. So no little Uzi Vert. Yeah. Yeah. Um but <gasps> no little little Uzi Vert. Whatever. Back in that day he was little little Uzi Vert. Okay. <laughs> Um, but so he cries in every episode because our lives are so tragic and so hard. And he literally does say something like that. He's like crying and he's like, their lives, they struggle so much living here and being in, in Philly and you know, all this. And it's like, we went to the best high school in Phil, like the best public high school in Philadelphia. Yeah. Like and you're crying. Yeah. We live in the Northeast. Again, people in Uggs won't understand the actual struggle of Section 8 householding. Yeah. Like, it's just, you no, go away. Stop it. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, all that to say is that, like, politicians don't care about black people. Yeah. They don't care. They only care about white people not getting abortions because little Blondie needs to be in this world and run a Chipotle someday. So someone did point out in one of these Twitter posts that Clarence Thompson is married to a white woman. Right. So he oh. most likely will not be going after interracial marriage, even though probably... Everyone else in his party mm-hmm. would like him to. Oh, yeah. No, um, yeah. But yeah, at some point then I was like, I didn't know that. Um, so I guess he won't be going after that. Mm-hmm. Um, but. No, he'll yeah. still will. There's Probably. so many. I mean, look at look at it this way. There's so many politicians who are going after gay marriage when they themselves are closeted. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. There's so many closeted. Oh, which is funny because the staircase. Remember the staircase? He's bi. Well, like, that's what they all say. That's the, that's what all politicians will say. It's like, oh, I'm. It's not that I'm gay. It's just that I'm curious. Well, this the staircase was also in two thousand and one. Mm-hmm. And this is twenty twenty two. And by in two thousand and one, politics are still the same. Well, in twenty twenty two, he's married to a woman. So I'm just saying. I'm just stop suing in the, the gray. gray. <laughs> no, like, and that's the thing. It's like, yeah, he's in an interracial marriage, but. A lot of politicians are hiding what they truly do in the nighttime, and they'll go after those same people that they're hanging out and partying with in the nighttime. So, I mean, if you watched any movie ever, you'll know that politicians are dirty scumbags who are ginormous hypocrites. Basically, all this to say, um, women are, but I wasn't. Oh. Um, But uh, basically... Women are at risk in this country, mm-hmm. and we all might want to start looking into life in Canada mm-hmm. and immigration laws, and yeah, mm-hmm. just 
keep up to date with your rights as a woman. Yeah. Um, and may the odds be ever in your favor. Like, honestly. Um, next week, I'm hoping to have Andrew Orsi on so that we can, like, bitch and complain more. I don't think we're going to have time to record next week. What do you mean? Oh. Unless we record on Friday. What do you mean? What's happening on Saturday? You have work, and then we're going to a baseball game. Oh, yeah. And then Sunday, we're getting... We'll probably record Friday. Yeah, I was going to say, we'll have to record Thursday or Friday. Yeah. If so. we record next week. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, like, I will... We'll, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk more. Yeah. Yeah. So, maybe Andrew Orsi will be on. Who knows? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see about that. And um just stay safe, everybody. Yes. Um that's all we really need to say about it for now. Yeah. Well, you got something else in your mind? I was trying to think of the phrases they use in Handmaid's Tale. Oh. Um but um Someone's may, gonna comment and may like, your hand lay all lay be no, laid on like, your maids. No, they um they use Christian Kawabunga Cow- dude. <laughs> they say the phrases they're forced to say in their society um are biblical terms and I can't remember what they are. I, I like to think that they all say cowabunga dude. I need to look it up. Give me a sec. No, I'm well, I'm gonna end it by saying they all say like when they go into the rooms to be handmaids, they say, Well, cowabunga dude and then the scene commences of them handmaiding. I never oh, watched the show. So the main phrase is may the Lord open being may the Lord open your womb oh. and blessed be the fruit. So no cowabunga, dude. No. What about um, don't have a cow, man? What about no. that? Okay. Well, what about um, hang ten, brother? No. No, no. They of that. literally talk like ro- I've re- at this point. I kind of want you to watch the show. I don't want to watch the show. I, I then I'll be spoiled for the next two years. You understand? It's a spoiler. That's okay. At the end of it. Now, mm-hmm. if you haven't watched the end of season four, turn this off now. Um, because spoilers, um, little do the people who think they're going to make this society, um, they must not have watched last season because the guy who decided that this society was going to happen, he gets murdered by all the handmaids that escaped to Canada. So, do all the groups of women, like before they attack him, do they shout, like, in unison, Cowabunga, dude? No. And then beat him up? No, I'm pretty sure they stone him to death. They can say cowabunga before stoning. That's the other thing. The handmaids who disobey mm-hmm. get murdered. You either get hung or stoned. Like, and they force the other handmaids to stone them. When the handmaids are stoning the sinners, do they Adam, say close cow- the show before I have to kill you? Okay, guys, cowabunga. So, okay, later. Uh, we're going to end the show here. So, cowabunga, everybody. Stay safe out there. Uh, if you're a woman, uh, I am fighting for you as much as I, as I possibly can. Um, by fighting, I mean like getting involved in local politics, making sure that, oh, I, I also live in North Dakota where this man who's governing the state, uh, doesn't know how to govern apparently and says, God bless. We can just ban women forever. Uh, whereas in Pennsylvania, Tom Wolf is as blue as they get. So Pennsylvania be okay. Pennsylvania was not on the map of 
places that are safe to get an abortion. Uh, well, like Tom Wolf is yeah. protecting that. He's he's already tweeted okay, out. I was gonna say I don't follow him, so I don't know what he's doing. No, like Tom Wolf already said on Twitter, like, "Well, that's bullshit." So, nope, okay. that's not happening. Good. I don't know what that map is saying, but I've I've read okay. Tom Wolf's tweets. Good. He's like, "Up, oh, that's." I some... was like, I was "Like, really?" No, Tom Wolf is so blue. I know. He's he sings "I'm Blue" Adu Buba every morning in the, in the mirror. Okay. Anyway. But um, no, there's no way Tom Wolf is. But the uh, governor for North Dakota definitely is as red as they get. He yeah. goes, I'm red. Abu Didabuba. Luckily, we live on the border of Moorhead. But, for yeah, people, that's... but sadly, for the people who live in the middle of the state, don't mm-hmm. have that option. Yeah, that's the thing. Like Moorhead, which is in Minnesota, literally our sister city, just like right over there. It's just a, a sneeze away in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are... Oh, the the mayor over there, um, governor. Yeah, governor. The governor over there said, "Well, that's some bullshit. That's not happening in Minnesota." Our clinic in Fargo is literally raising funds to move to Moorhead. Yeah, like they're gonna move over to Moorhead. Yeah. So there's that. Um, but yeah, we need to vote for local politics. We need to vote for federal politics. Um, and I know a lot of people are making the meme that like Democrats always say vote. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and they never do anything about that. I agree with that. So, I don't know. Just get get yourself involved in politics mm-hmm. in some way or some fashion. I mean, th- this is the freest country in the world, whether you're uh, a different religion, different gender, different, um, you know, you're built different, brother. Um, it's a, supposed to be a free country. We're supposed to be the freest country in the world, and other countries are- We literally are, just stripped away an entire right of an entire half of the species. That's the thing. Like, other countries are laughing at us. Yeah. Canada is laughing at us. Canada always laughs at us. That's nothing new. And that's the thing. It's just like, we can't be freer than- Like, like Canada is freer than us? Like, come on now. We're built <laughs> on freedom. Like, this country was made on freedom, and now you're just for being- For white men. For white men, yes. That's the thing. This country was built on freedom for white men. Yeah. And it's just like, that's the thing. I think if you live in this country, you know, you should be able to do what you want, whether I believe in it or not, mm-hmm. whether it's not hurting anybody, if it's not murder, you know, oh, damn, then, then like Republicans are going to listen to this podcast. Well, the, the abortion is murder. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, dude, I get, okay. Yeah, that's a state of opinion. Yeah. I, blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, you get my point. Here it is. Okay, I'm going to end it before I get myself in trouble. <laughs> um, screw white people. They, they didn't accept me. They're not accepting you. So it is what it is. So peace out, y'all. Don't forget to listen to Post Malone's new album, uh, 12 Carat Toothache. It's a bomb. It has nothing to do with this podcast. I just think it's a bomb album. So 12 Carat Toothache, go listen to that. Um, another white man's music. Okay, bad example. Um, okay, I'm gonna go now. Okay, so oh, uh, Nessie, Nessie was on a, a woman, black woman was um, introduced on Logic's new album. Total, like total underground artist. Logic brought her on. So go listen to Nessie. Points one. Okay, bye. Blessed be the fruit.